When it comes to health food, do you just think of steamed broccoli and chicken breast? Well, let's shake things up today and dive into the colorful and flavorful world of herbs and spices. You see, herbs and spices are like superheroes in the kitchen. They not only add delicious flavors, but they come with huge health benefits. Let's dive in. Does your metabolism suck? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Do you want off the diet roller coaster? Do you wish there was a simple solution to get you healthier, smaller, and have more energy? Hi friends, I'm Jolene, a nutritional therapy practitioner, a wife, a furry gardener, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health, until I finally learned there was more to getting healthy and smaller than just eating less and moving more. Welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple Podcast, where I share all the tips, tricks, and science to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and the frustration with the ever-changing health rules. I go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Are you ready to learn how to tailor your journey to you and your current health for solutions that are broken down into simple steps to make it easier to implement? Results that are undeniable, like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss? This is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get healthy. Hey, hey there. Are you ready to dive into the tasty world of herbs and spices? We are going to cover the top eight that support your metabolic health and metabolism. But first, let's define what an herb is versus what a spice is. Not that it matters. They're all very tasty, but we should kind of understand the difference. The main difference between an herb and a spice is that an herb is typically the leaves of the plant. For example, like basil, mint, parsley, cilantro. It also has a milder flavor compared to a spice. The spice, on the other hand, comes from various parts of the plant, like seeds, bark, roots, and the fruit. For example, cinnamon, which is a bark, cumin, which is a seed, ginger, which is a root, and black pepper, which are the berries of a pepper plant. So the spices tend to have a more potent or intense flavor compared to herbs, and they're a little different. We use them a little differently, but in all in all, we can use them interchangeably, mix them up and use them all together because basically they all make our food super flavorful. So let's dive into the top eight herbs and or spices that contribute to our overall metabolic health. First up is cayenne pepper. Now, by definition, it's truly a spice because it is the fruit of a plant. Um, You can either use the peppers as a whole as a spice or oftentimes they're dried and ground into cayenne powder. Cayenne peppers contain capsaicin, which offers several health benefits, including pain relief, improved athletic performance, and lowered blood sugar levels. It also has been known to increase thermogenics, which means it raises our body temperature temporarily, and that can increase the amount of calories we are burning or increase our metabolism temporarily while the heat is increased. Besides capsaicin, cayenne peppers also contain flavonoids, vitamin C, and carotenoids, which can help protect against cellular damage caused by oxidative stress. Next up is one of my favorite spices, cinnamon. There are two well-known cinnamons, the Ceylon cinnamon, which is also known as true cinnamon, and then the cassia cinnamon. This is the most common variety, so you have to actually look for the Ceylon one because it will be specified and it's generally a little bit more expensive. 
That distinct smell and flavor that cinnamon has is primarily due to the oily part. And it is very high in a compound called cinnamaldehyde. Now, scientists believe that that compound is responsible for most of cinnamon's powerful benefits on health and metabolism. Cinnamon is loaded with antioxidants, which, like I said, prevents your body from oxidative damage. It's also got polyphenols. And one study that found cinnamon supplementation can actually increase antioxidant levels in the blood while reducing the inflammation markers like C-reactive protein. That's kind of cool. So it's very good at anti-inflammatories. And they have found that the antioxidant effects of cinnamon are so powerful, you can use it as a natural food preservative. One of the key benefits of cinnamon that I'd like to highlight is that research suggests that cinnamon may be able to reduce insulin resistance. By increasing insulin sensitivity, cinnamon can lower the blood sugar levels and support better blood sugar control. So besides its help on increasing insulin sensitivity, it also can help lower blood sugar levels. It does this basically by interfering with numerous digestive enzymes that slows the breakdown of carbohydrates in your digestive tract. And secondly, it also has a compound that mimics the effect of insulin so that it helps improve the uptake of sugar into the cells. Numerous human studies have actually confirmed the beneficial effects of cinnamon on blood sugar. It shows that it can lower fasting blood sugar levels and improve your hemoglobin A1C, which is the blood marker of three months of blood sugar control. So that's really, really important. While I can go on and on about the benefits of cinnamon, let's just stop it here and talk about the two types of cinnamon again. We have the cassia variety and the cellian variety. Which type is best? The cellian. It's worth the little bit of extra money because studies show that it is much lower in curmarin, which can be harmful in large doses. So the cassia variety has a lot more of that curmarin content. So just when you're thinking about different cinnamons and picking up some to add to your flavorful cabinet of spices, try to buy the Celion kind. It's not hard to find. It just may be slightly more than the Cassia Virgin. That's it. So now on to the next one, turmeric. Turmeric has an active ingredient called curcumin and most of the health benefits come from it. It has been known to have an anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, antioxidant, as well as other benefits. It may actually be the most effective nutritional supplements in existence. <laughs> the main thing on a metabolic level that we're looking at in turmeric is its anti-inflammatory properties because we know chronic low-level inflammation plays a role in heart disease, cancer, metabolic syndrome, Alzheimer's disease, as well as other degenerative conditions. And the curcumin in turmeric has been known to lower long-term inflammation. Most of the studies on turmeric are based on turmeric extract, and that contains mostly curcumin itself, with dosages usually exceeding one gram per day. And regular turmeric, like if you were to use it as an herb and a spice, only has about 3% curcumin by weight. So it's really hard to get in 
the amount of curcumin you need to get all the health benefits, so you might actually have to consider supplementing it, but it doesn't hurt to add it to your diet anyways. You might notice when you pick up a supplement that most turmeric supplements also contain black pepper. Because curcumin is poorly absorbed into your bloodstream, in order to get the full effects, you need the black pepper which helps push it into the bloodstream. Now, you want to maybe have turmeric by itself as well as turmeric with the black pepper because the turmeric by itself can actually aid in healing up your gut, but you don't want it being absorbed in the bloodstream, you want it to heal and do things in your digestive tract. So there's two ways of getting it in to do two different things. Now let's take a look at ginger. There is a very long history of the use of ginger in both traditional and alternative medicine. The unique flavor and fragrance of ginger comes from its natural oils, the most important of which is gingerol. It's the main bioactive compound inside ginger, and it's what's responsible for most of the medicinal properties. Research shows the powerful antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects of gingerol. How does that exactly translate? Well, it reduces oxidative stress as well as reducing inflammation. Both have huge metabolic benefits, but ginger is also known to help with digestive issues, as well as treating nausea. And, this is a big and, ginger can play a role in weight loss. According to both human and animal studies, researchers found that ginger supplementation can significantly reduce body weight. And more importantly, that waist to hip ratio, which is that all important metabolic measurement. While we don't know the mechanism, we know that it can help. So, what else does it do? That might be part of the mechanism, but you know, I'm tying it together, the studies haven't tied it together yet, is that it has been known to have anti-diabetic properties, as in lowering blood sugar and improving heart disease risk factors. The various studies all seem to point to the same thing, that supplementing with ginger reduced fasting blood sugars as well as reduced A1Cs in people with type 2 diabetes. Most studies obviously use supplementation, but you'll still reap the benefits by adding it into your diet regularly. Next up is garlic. And like ginger, it has been used throughout history for its health and medicinal properties. Scientists state that most of garlic's health benefits are due to the formation of the sulfur compounds that are created when you chop, crush, chew, or chew garlic. Throughout the ages, garlic has been used to help with the common cold. In 2016, research suggests that aged garlic can boost your immune system. The study found that people that took the garlic for about three months during cold and flu season had less severe symptoms and missed fewer days of school or work. So it's not gonna prevent the common cold, but it will help with the severity of it. From a metabolic level, garlic has a compound that actually can reduce blood pressure. A meta-analysis back in 2020 found that garlic supplementation reduced blood pressure. And what they also found that the results were very similar to some blood pressure medications. However, they had fewer side effects with garlic supplementation than they did with the blood pressure medication. If you're on blood pressure medication, it may be worth speaking to your doctor to add in garlic supplementation, but that's something for you and your doctor to discuss and not to make based off of this podcast alone. 
However, I would definitely add in more garlic to your diet during cold and flu season just for the reduction of severity of symptoms. Can't hurt, can it? Next one on the list is black pepper. This is gonna be short and sweet because the pepperine that is in your black pepper is actually very beneficial in enhancing the absorption of all the other nutrients that we've been talking about to support your health and metabolism. So it helps the body uptake all the nutrients and the components we've been talking about to utilize them better in your bloodstream. Besides the uptake, pepperine has also been found to possibly improve blood sugar metabolism. It was a rat study and they found that there was smaller spikes in blood sugar levels after consuming glucose when they took in black pepper extract versus um, the control group that didn't, but again, it was a rat study, so we're not quite sure how that works on humans. Like all of the other spices and herbs we've talked about so far, black pepper has an anti-inflammatory properties as well as full of antioxidants. And now let's hop on to the next one. Next up is a spice you do not hear very often is fenugreek. We're looking at it specifically because it can help control diabetes and blood sugar levels. As a supplement, it has been found that those who took fenugreek seed powder twice a day for two months experienced a reduction in their fasting blood sugar as well as an improvement in their A1C. It also had a reduction in belly fat. You know, that marker we use to assess our metabolic health we want a reduction of specifically belly fat. So that is a huge positive with fenugreek. Fenugreek's also incredibly high in fiber, so it could be beneficial in supporting blood sugar control even in people without diabetes. Because remember, we don't wanna get diabetes if you don't have it. One study found that blood sugar levels were significantly reduced by only simply replacing 10% of the refined wheat flour with fenugreek powder. That's a huge finding. Just adding in 10% fenugreek powder can reduce your blood sugar levels. So maybe this is something we should look at adding to our diet more regularly. Last up is cloves. Like every other one we've discussed so far, cloves are high in antioxidants. But there is a compound in cloves called eugeniol which has been found to be incredibly beneficial for your liver. So if you're suffering with fatty liver disease, adding in a little cloves could be a good benefit for you. It improved liver function as well as reduced the inflammation in the liver and decreased the oxidative stress in the liver area. So there's more studies that need to be done on it, but the benefits so far seem very promising. Along with the liver help, research also has shown that Compounds in cloves may help keep your blood sugar under control. They found that it was increasing the uptake of sugar from blood into cells and also increasing the secretion of insulin. So there's still more studies need to be done because most of these were done on animals, so they don't know exactly how it works on humans. But again, it's very promising. We only covered eight spices, and they all had promising benefits to your metabolic health. How are you going to start incorporating all of these spices into your diet to reap the benefits? There is an abundance of ways of adding in spices to your foods. Start by finding ones you like, finding ones that you even like the health benefits, 
and adding them in, making rubs for your meat, adding them in your salad dressings, your soups, your stews. Now here's a couple ways that I enjoy adding some of these spices to my daily diet or weekly, regularly. The first up would be my ginger lemonade. Take fresh ginger, clean it, dice it up, boil some water, pour it over there, let it steep like a ginger tea, and then you can keep that for a few weeks in the refrigerator in a sealed container. And then you pour as much as you like the flavoring into your cup, squeeze a lemon in there, and top with cold water, ice, or cold sparkling water and ice for a refreshing little drink. And then you can even spice it up by putting a little bit of cayenne pepper in it. You know, you've heard of that cayenne lemonade thing. However, I prefer it with just the ginger and the lemon because ginger does have a little bit of spice by itself. It is great, especially if you have any indigestion. Both of them will help your stomach with any kind of indigestion. Another drink I really enjoy, especially in the wintertime in the evening, is warm golden milk. You basically take turmeric, cinnamon, you can add cloves, some vanilla, a little sweetener, and you put it in warm to hot, or actually put it in hot um, milk, either dairy or any kind of nut milk or any combination of the two. And it turns into this creamy, warming drink, especially if you're cold, it kind of warms you from the inside out. One of the ways I get some cinnamon in is adding it to my coffee. It provides sweetness without any sweetener. Um, if you cough, if you brew your hot coffee at home, put it in with the grounds and let it come out. It just adds a really nice warm flavor to it. It's it's delicious. I'm trust me, you will enjoy it if you like cinnamon. Do you need a handy guide to tell you the basic health benefits of herbs and spices? Well, you're in luck. Drop into the show notes, grab your free guide so that you can have it handy and then figure out how to spice up your life with all of these herbs and spices. On that note, friends, I will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it provided value that you can take into your own health journey. I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Share the podcast with others that will find the information as helpful as you did. It's through your support that I continue to grow and bring you more amazing content. If you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out and share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. Once again, thank you for being part of my community. Together, let's keep spreading the knowledge, inspiration, and great conversations. Until next time, have a blessed day.